is Marty Ballin. You're listening to WMNF Tampa, 88.5 FM, Community Radio, Peace Radio. The opinions presented on The Healthy Steps Show are the evidence-based opinions of Dr. Fred Harvey, the callers, and his guests. These are not the opinions of the staff, the volunteers, or the board of WMNF. The information provided on the show is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. There is no implied patient-physician relationship in these calls. The nature of the calls is educational and informational only. Good morning, my dear friend. If there is anything better than starting my Monday with you, I have not found it yet. You know, there are about 100 stations on your radio dial, so words cannot express how much I appreciate you for keeping your radio dial tuned to WMNF Tampa, the best little radio station in the nation, and the favorite radio station to stream in Sidewinder, Colorado. You can stream us as well at WMNF.org. As you darn well know, you are always welcomed at the Healthy Steps Radio Show with your favorite functional medicine man, Dr. Fred Harvey. Today is not a dog and pony show. Dr. Harvey is welcoming back his premier guest, Jelani Nichols. Last he was here, Jelani had a phenomenal show with an incredible response with our listeners. He's back today to talk about motivating teen spirit with a transformational tool set of self-reliance, integrity-based decision-making, and anger management. All good things that I could have gained value from way back when, but now I'm too settled in my wicked and shameful ways. This show does not come lightly, though. We are depending on you. Do you have any medical questions or concerns? And we all do. Or better still, do you have any thoughts or musings about the angst-fraught teenage years? Then you are encouraged to participate by calling 813-239-9663. Or you can send an email to dj at wmnf.org. You can also text us at 813-433-0885. And my favorite phone angel, Irene, is in the command center awaiting your call. Good morning to you, Jelani, and welcome back. As I said at the top, we had a phenomenal show last time you were here, and I expect nothing less today. So I'll scoot myself out of the way and let Dr. Harvey introduce you and get this show on the road. Good morning to you, Dr. Fred, and welcome back. And thank you for bringing such an inspirational guest to the show today. Let's get started. The mics are yours. Thank you once again, Bill, for that beautiful introduction. It is so wonderful to be here with all you absolutely engaged and really thrilling listeners. We are doing a really great show today after uh, um, the wonderful event that we did two weeks ago in California. I just want to mention the reason we're doing this, the reason this is so important, is teen mental health is off the charts. Much of the statistics that we use for looking at teen mental health are um, from prior to the pandemic. And globally, 13% uh, of the burden of mental illnesses is in nine, 10 to 19 year olds, 10 to 19 year olds. One in seven of them have uh, issues with it. Um, psych, uh, um, uh, anxiety, anxiety, everybody worries. And, and anxiety uh, accounts for about one third of all 13 to 18 year olds lives. They deal with anxiety and about 13% deal with depressed mood. And from, you know, 2016 to 2019, um, the rates were increasing. Um, from 20, 2008 to 2020, rates of death from suicide increased 16%. This is before the pandemic. Things have only gotten worse 
since the pandemic. And it's not every state in the union, but there are some states that are really suffering um, across the deep south. Uh, the northwest, the Pacific Northwest is dealing with a, a vast amount of problems, uh, probably because of the weather contributing in a big way. But uh, Florida is ranked 30. Uh, this is not uh, um, a good ranking. We're two-thirds of the way down the list here, uh, or actually um, 60% of the way down the list for access and uh, actual uh, uh, statistics on, on how much mental illness there is here. Um, major depression is increasing, and Jelani Nichols and Lisa Nichols have been working for years to help change this tide. Uh, Lisa started this in in uh, 25 years ago and jelani has turned it into the most amazing event that i have been to in my adult life transforming teens emotional intelligence jelani nichols thank you for coming back on the show and thank you for putting this together i so appreciate you for inviting me to be involved in this it was such an amazing experience thanks again your mic is on my friend of course, of course. It was my pleasure. Um, yeah, it is just my pleasure. I love to do it and I love to see the change that occurs from it. So do I. It was so moving to watch teens come in in, in the usual teen mode, um, uh, kind of disaffected, aloof, and not really sure what the heck's going on. <laughs> and to watch them open up and really become so authentic in their responses was just beautiful jelani you're doing some great work well thank you yeah and it really is amazing to see that transformation i'm always hesitant to think like wow i wonder if it's going to work this time i wonder if our formula is going to crack their shell this time i wonder if they're going to come out of their mask and their preconceived notions of themselves but every single time i am proven that the system works and that teens have given enough freedom and voice and opportunity will fully share with you everything they're thinking and will fully dive into what their own issues might be or how they can better themselves. And so, yeah, I'm always taken aback by how consistent the work is. Um, teens come with their hoodies up and their glasses on and looking down and, you know, just portraying that whatever their high school self is, right? That yeah. version of themselves that protects themselves from the world, that kind of melts away. And it's amazing to see the true person underneath all of that. Um, because I think as a teenager, that true person gets to show very rarely when you're around your friends and, and family, I think. Um, but yeah, I think that I'm always taken aback by how consistent it is and how much, uh, change occurs in just a few days it is so amazing and you know um to put this into perspective um this is the first time that it's been a four night five day sleepover camp event everything you've been doing has been um in uh online and in one day or two day events right yeah so this program started about 20 years ago um and it started as um a hotel conference center event it happened in uh, in a lobby in a hotel room. It was about nine hours of work, nine hours of emotional literacy work, um, almost akin to lecture, about nine hours a day for two days uh, over a weekend. 
Um, so we would get them Saturday, Sunday and do it like that. Then the pandemic happened um, and it changed everything. Um, like we all understand the things just couldn't operate the same way. We couldn't bring 50 teens in a room together right. um, without having to jump through many, many hoops. Um, so I started doing it online. I felt the global presence of doing it online and how important that was. And people in Nigeria started tuning in and people in France and Greece and, you know, all of these wonderful places. Um, and after about two years of doing that online, I decided that the camp format, I love summer camps as a teen. I'm, you know, I like to think of myself as relatively young still. And in my mindset, I'm like, okay, well, I mind. love summer camp. So, yeah, you you um uh, really are still young, Jelani, um, and and your youth actually uh, brings a, a new energy to it. Um, um, your mom is close to my age, and she's been doing some really cool stuff. But I think it's really important to have somebody that's closer to the teen years um, to understand it. And you've actually really done something cool because um, you have some really amazing young men that have been doing this program with you. And so you have some uh, uh, late teens and early 20s uh, counselors that have been through this program. They're graduates, and they are brilliant shining stars that actually help this process go along so, so effectively. Yeah, I couldn't give enough thanks to my support team and staff. We really had a world-class team put together of people who are at the top of their fields, um, you know, psychiatrists, uh, psychologists. We had um, people who were there just for um, good conversation. Um, you yourself was there, Fred. And I like to think personally that we got the people who are at the top of their field and really, really doing what they love to do and a resource that these teens wouldn't be able to access usually. Oh, um, I agree. To your point, the counselors were some of my best friends because, you know, we've gone through the work together and they're 23 years old. They have their heads on right. And all they want to do is create change. And that's more rare than not. Um, and so it is wonderful to have the team we had for the teens there it was it was world-class in my opinion really and in addition to the counselors you did pull together this amazing team of adults that had specialties in so many areas including like you said in, in counseling and and it was just such a perfect team they the, it just moved so smoothly but you know what this is really an important topic and we're already getting calls and i just want to remind everyone today that we are in wmf 88.5 this is the healthy step show and today we're focused on teen mental health so please keep your calls to teen mental health and let's talk to mark well i'm going to give out the phone number before we go to mark and alexandria and remind folks that we do have a special guest today jelani nichols and the topic of she said teen mental health and uh, irene is waiting for your call so give us a jingle at 813-239-9663 or send your emails to dj at wmnf.org. Let's go to Mark. Good morning, Mark. How you doing? It's, it's a, more of a statement and, and maybe a question hidden in there. But first of all, I want to confirm the fact that my 15-year-old suffers from anxiety. Uh, he's a male. He's going into his sophomore year. And uh, he's the anxiety showed up at a couple of points. It showed up at the end of fifth grade 
when he was uh, going into from an elementary school, a public elementary school, to a private Catholic middle school. And the first semester of his sixth grade, he was, I can't even remember how many times he was out of school. And we went through doctors. And anyways, it turned out to be anxiety after everybody misdiagnosed it. So I tackled that with the way I tackled it when I was a kid, and that was Transcendental Meditation, TM. Yes. And th- that worked. The, the problem with TM uh, for kids is that they're very short-term. And so if he doesn't, if the problem goes away or he doesn't see the benefit immediately, he stops doing it. And the thing about TM is that it's preventative as well. It, it's more pre- of a preventative than a Band-Aid, although it can be a Band-Aid. Yes. So it showed up again. So he went through his freshman year. And he was on the JD basketball team at a, at a super power school. They were Final Four in Florida, and uh, he did fine. And then all of a sudden, in June, this past June, it shows up again with with summer camp. He started to throw up before every game. Mm. So we got him into counseling, and then I started to bribe him. I said, I will pay you to do TM. You know, I will pay you a dollar for time. So I don't know, you know, hopefully he'll get through this, but my points are, one, one, it's real, okay? And then my second point is is that, uh, you know, TM is a nice tool, Transcendental Meditation. And then, hey, if you got one of these camps in Florida, I'll pay for it. So... (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to try anything. <laughs> well, um, you know, I watched watched a lot of emotional change for these kids that actually went away for a camp. But um, Motivating the Teen Spirit actually has online offerings, right, Jelani? Yeah, that is true. We do what's called a Safe Space Saturday. <clears throat> so it's about an hour and a half of just good conversation and uh, emotional literacy building. Um, and we meet every third Saturday of the month. I think that would be an opportunity for your son to actually engage with teens that are dealing with the same issues in a place where there won't be any judgment. Let's talk about safe space, Jelani. This is one of the most important concepts that is brought forth to enable this kind of work. This is crucial. Let's talk about that. Yeah. um, So a safe space is the backbone of what kind of drives our lessons and kind of what creates change. We propose the idea that we will create a space that is unique um, in the fact that there's no judgment, there's no repercussions, and no matter what you say, uh, you won't be looked at differently, unconditional love. So based on those three agreements, we call them, not rules, agreements. Um, based why on those they, three, why th- are they not rules? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we understand that teens want to break rules. Um, <laughs> teens, when they hear a rule, they they immediately, when a teen is given a rule, most rules in a teen life, life they were not given the buy-in option. They were not given the chance to say, well, is this something you want to do? Right? School gives them rules. Right? We give them rules. And so in their mind, if they can agree to something, that's the first step to getting their power back. And it empowers them and makes them sit up a little bit. It's like, oh, I can just not agree to this and no one will be mad at me. I could just, and we invite them. If you don't agree, you don't, you can't be a part of the work, but we, we pose them as agreements um, and no judgment, unconditional love and no repercussions create this environment where 
that teens may not have felt before, where they can just voice their opinions and ask questions and really think critically about their decisions and how they show up or things that have been done to them. Um, and yeah, the safe space is critical to the change we create because it fosters the want to grow, the the space to not be who you were before, a day ago, two days ago. You have the freedom to say whatever you want to say with the understanding that no one's going to judge you or look at you different or go and tell you know, your family and friends, all the, all the things you said and your, you know, uh, when you're with us. And so, yeah, the safe space Saturday is the thing I recommend the most. It's what, um, got me to fall in love with this work is doing that every month, talking with teens, seeing the change. One of my counselors, Jake is from the safe space Saturdays. We flew him out from New York because mm -hmm. I felt he, I just felt he was that important. I felt he brought, he was, he was the shiny beacon of why I wanted to keep doing this. He was with us through his senior year of high school, went to college. He changed 180. And I thought, man, that he is a 20 year old, you know, 19, 20 year old. And I want more of him. And my goal is to keep training and keep recycling the teens and counselors right i want the teens that went through the camp to become my counselors next year and for that to keep happening so that the kids who are learning can teach the kids coming up almost like a big brother big sister program that's the goal um and so yeah safe space is at the core of everything we do the idea that you are not alone uh is the other half of it the idea that no matter what you say someone has probably gone through something similar. Yeah, if you think about it, you know, with a third of all teens dealing with anxiety, most are not alone there. They, and, most are and not alone. Not, and it's not actually, it's a third at any one time. So many people, more than that third, deal with it. It's just, it's, it's a third at any one time, but then it, that could be like 80% of the teens have actually gone through anxiety. So everybody's familiar with it. And that's the, you are not alone concept really helps people in group to understand that they aren't isolated, that they have resources, that there are people out there that can help. Yeah, it's amazing how often you could be in a group of people and feel alone and feel isolated still. Um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have felt that isolation while in a group of people. And there's no make wrong to it. It's just about understanding what when it's real or when it's not. Um, yes. The number one reason that when people are asked, why did you want to, um, you know, commit the ultimate like act of sadness, which is committing suicide. Whenever we talk about that, the thing we hear the most is that they felt alone. They felt like no one would ever feel like how they felt. Um I think it's important for teens. We've prevented over 4,200 teen suicides to date. Um, and it's just from the so camp. Impressive. Well, thank you. Mark, um, um, I hope that this uh, helped you um, with, with your son. Um, I know you just left the line, but um, this is uh, ho hopefully this understanding is helping you uh, understand what's going on with your son. Yeah. I think we do have another caller on the line. Yes, we do. Alexandria has been waiting patiently, and I'm going to give out the number again. 
to participate, give us a call at 813-239-9663. If you have any comments or questions regarding team anxiety, we have a specialist on the line, a specialist in on the show, Jelani Nichols is back again as a special guest for Dr. Fred. Alexandria, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm going to throw a curveball here to the topic. My son is 17 and he suffers from anxiety. It presents differently because he's affected with fragile X syndrome. I don't mm. know if you're familiar with that. Um, it's the... Yeah. Genetic, genetic abnormality. Genetic abnormality after Down syndrome, and it's mm-hmm. the leading cause of intellectual impairment. So usually they want to throw medication at it, which the, he had a report written by a psychologist who went to school and evaluated him for vocational rehab because he's going to be a senior next this coming year. Yes. And the recommendations are to put him on methylphetamate for his um, attention deficit and hyperactivity. I don't have a problem with his behavior. Um, the only thing is for school purposes for him to be able to focus and um Right. I, I have a I have a difficulty with um, medicating um, people who don't fit inside the box so that they fit inside a box. I, I have a real serious difficulty with uh, 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 changing people's personalities so they fit in the, the societal box of school. It's a crazy thing. And um, yeah. it's really yeah. difficult because you're dealing with a genetic disorder that actually changes everything. And I think it's yeah. worth it to consider a visit with a functional psychiatrist. Um, There is a a group called Psychiatry Redefined. Um, You might find them, I believe it's just Psychiatry Redefined. I don't have the website up, but uh, look look that up. That's a group of psychiatrists that believe that we're doing it wrong and they want to do it a better way. Okay, I will look into that because... And there's another... um, He isn't on social media. He doesn't have Uh the same presentation um, of anxiety like other teens his age would Um, and he but he has he definitely you can observe him and you can detect if you know him and you're paying attention that his anxiety is causing him to um, for, for example act out like different things from his shows he likes and yes uh go on and on and perseverate on things sure sure it's it's um um the thing is um teachers are teaching to 30 and they don't have time to actually pay attention to the one that's an outlier and that's the problem with our system we we don't we we teach to the mass rather than individually and we need better systems to help individuals thrive yes and does your guest offer any um, class, like the thing you're talking about for online? Are there any um, young people on the spectrum or with um, neurodivergent who would participate? Delani, what what do you know about that? Yeah, so one of my big pushes when I came onto this company is to um, have more tools for neurodivergent teens and young adults, we have a lot of uh, 
different people that come to our safe space Saturdays. Some of my favorite people are neurodivergent, I'll, I'll say. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, they'll be right at home. Um, a big part of what we preach is you are not alone. And I think that um, your son, if I uh, heard correctly, would be right at home there. Um, yeah. They are, we are all inclusive. We're for the 4.0 GPA students, the 0.4 GPA students, neurodivergent, you know, all of the, all the things, everyone's there. Um, and, and if anything, it's a great place to come to Safe Space Saturday so that they see that they are not alone. Wonderful. So that's the third Saturday of every month. Yes. And on our website is a, is a, um, like a link you can click and all that. It's free, totally free. Um, okay. you just show up. Um, and I'm the one usually teaching it myself, um, okay. because it's my baby and I like to keep it close. Um, can you give out the website once more. I believe I can, right, Fred? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so the website is motivatingtheteenspirit.com. Motivatingtheteenspirit.com. Thank you very much. And and I can tell you my um, uh, um, uh, web manager is going to be posting a bunch of different uh, resources, websites, uh, uh, addresses for uh, information about teen mental health, but also uh, the Facebook page for Motivating the Teen Spirit, uh, the, the retreat uh, and Motivating the Teen Spirit uh, main page. So uh, you can click on the links that will be available uh, here as well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So I think it was just amazing um, what you were able to accomplish in, in the five-day event. So uh, it's, it's just so different, I think, to be able to allow the team, because the, the format's totally different. Rather than these 10-hour intensive educational days, it's um, wake up in the morning and do some sort of movement, have some breakfast, and then sit down for three hours of uh, education and then um, afternoon is playtime and that was where the mm -hmm. kids really got to thrive yeah because it was our first time doing it I didn't know how it would actually work out it was just a, an idea like maybe if we give them camp time archery rope climbing all that with this emotional stuff maybe they'll you know hopefully it will, it will sink in but the teens really really seem to enjoy the extended safe space right they got to uh play volleyball in a safe space they got to do archery in a safe space and it kind of just brought them all together a lot closer than i thought would happen and they kind of took on a general understanding that they were all here to not put each other down nobody was going to bully anyone you know it was really yeah. really interesting to see kids you know yelling at other kids oh you're just putting your junk on me don't you know don't try to uh, put your glitter your mask on me all these different yeah. terms and metaphors we use um it, it, was, it was really so amazing hear the to kids. see them light up like that it was just so beautiful to have them change and, and you know uh, on the basketball court guys do trash talk but there was one incident where a guy got a little bit too intense on the trash talk he was bullying and he got called out by the whole group it was so amazing to watch that transformation occur yeah they're all holding them holding each other to a higher version of themselves the yes i like to think like the veil's been lifted and when you're by yourself it's easy to kind of 
shrink back to what you used to do. But when everyone around you, all your friends are all on the same page of, okay, well, you know, it's, it's peer pressure the other direction, which is beautiful. It's, it's peer pressure to be better and to uplift people and to, you know, have good communication. Yes. Right? Yeah. Unlike what happens in high school where the peer pressure is to actually put your mask on and act out. <laughs> yes. It, it's very, what, what was cool changed. And, and when you make what's cool different, the teams will kind of fall in line with, well, we want to, you know, they want to stay on cool and stay like, I don't know if you saw the talent show. I believe you were there, but. Oh yes. Seeing the kids that were bottled up in the beginning Doing full on presentations, singing, dancing, it 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 warmed my heart, and then I'll think, you know, it felt like a dream to me when I look back on it because I had no idea that was, you know, what that would look like if it was possible. And to your point, it being at camp did something special. Um, it did something special. I think it made them open up and 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 just receive more. Yeah, yeah. It allowed for something that we talked about at one of the breakouts and when the boys got together around the campfire, intimacy. Um, there was such shared intimacy with these teens that they never get to because the, the walls are up, the, the facades are up, the masks are on, and you don't get that intimate. And you talk about other things. They got deep, and it was wonderful to see. And we have people that are wanting to get deep with us. We certainly do. I've got Becky, Linda, and one of our regulars, Gary, but first, I'm going to give on out the studio phone number as freely as a papal blessing at Easter time in Rome. So give us a call at 813-239-9663 and participate in this great conversation between Dr. Harvey, Jelani Nichols, and the topic being teen anxiety, and yourself. Give us a call. Becky, how are you this morning? Hello, Becky. Oh, hi. Uh, this is my first time calling in with you. I used to call in to East Prank Clues many years ago, and um, yes. but I'm still an avid listener and supporter of the station, and I, I just feel like it's kismet that you guys are covering this today. My niece, um, I'm sorry, I'm feeling very emotional about this. Um, she, she might have to go into foster care or emancipated. Mm. Like, we will, you know, we're going, we, who, I don't know what's going to happen with her situation. Her parents split up. Her mom moved to a terrible area. Her mom has had drug problems in the past. Um, when I went to pick my niece up recently, I passed a, um, a, a food shelter and a mobile uh, washing station for the homeless. And that was like two blocks from her house. Um, she does not feel safe to go outside. She stays in her room all day long. Yesterday, her diet uh, consisted of Pop-Tarts and toaster strudels. She has been doing SLBS, and it has not been successful. And um, anyway, she has crippling anxiety going places. She just does not feel like she belongs in society. And, um, and you would, eating like that and living like that. And um, I found a school for her. And um, uh, my husband and I are likely to step in and help get, make sure she gets to school and, you know, get school supplies and all of that. Um, and uh, the um, anyways, I'm just wondering if, you know, like trying to improve her diet. She's she's already speaking with a counselor 
and she's on anti-anxiety medication that's not doing it. And I just feel like a lot of times kids just need the exercise, like you were talking about the dancing, the movement, the community feel that you're not alone makes such a difference. Um, and uh, I, I was just wondering about, like, I, improving her diet, for starters. Um, it, you know, like, there, there will be withdrawals from the sugar and the processed food. Sure, it's a process. Yeah, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and any recommendations you have um, are appreciated. And I, I really like the um, safe space Saturdays that you have. That's amazing. And motivating the team spirit. Before I called in, I was thinking of um, camps that she could do. And would Girl Scouts work for her? And I don't think so. I think that it's too advanced. But like, you know, like the Girl Scout summer camps, things like that. But having the safe space for the kids uh, to move would just be tremendous. Yes, indeed. Um, and I think Jelani has good offerings there as far as the safe space Saturdays. Um, mm -hmm. But you already realize you, you need to do more. Um, and that would, I think, uh, it would be really useful to uh, find a, a good functional practitioner, um, someone who can actually help you uh, put all those things together. Um, a functional um, mm -hmm. uh, medicine health coach is a good place to start or a functional medicine practitioner, a doctor. Um, go to ifm.org and look up a local practitioner um, mm -hmm. and, and, and get some consultation. It would be really useful. Jelani, do you have any other resources? Um, I think that in terms of there's, it's a split, you know, there's the mental health part and the the physical part. I always will recommend Safe Space Saturday um, mm -hmm. so that she sees she's not alone mm -hmm. um, and she has a place to talk about it. Um, I think that that at its core can can start a snowball effect that affects the rest of the um, that affects everything else. Um, Nutrition, like most things, is a series of decisions. Yes. So it starts with uh, a mental state. So my number one suggestion would be the Safe Space Saturday. And just to uh, have a place where she can say all this stuff and, and talk about it and, you know, uh, understand all the ins and outs of how she feels about it internally. That way, externally, it presents in a more healthy way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'm, I'm it gives her that opportunity to talk. Yeah, yeah. I um, I was actually texting with her aunt about the, you know, just the situations and how how can we help and what you know what we're going to do. Um, and uh, where where is the safe space Saturdays? I didn't hear you probably mentioned that, but I'm sorry, I didn't hear um, where it's located. Yeah, so the safe space Saturday is an online call we do for about an hour and a half. Um, okay. It's on Zoom. Yes, okay. it is made to be as accessible as possible. It is online and free. Um, I couldn't think of a way to make it more accessible. No, but, I mean, with her crippling anxiety, being around others, that would probably be better for her. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we find this a very easy entry point for a lot of teens if they want to dip their toes into the world. They don't even have to talk if they don't want to. They could just come and listen and type in chat, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Every third Saturday. 
Okay, great. Thank you so much. I wrote down your website, and yeah, I've. I've awesome. I'll see them. Um, see them there. Yeah. Thank you. And so the one much. one thing you can do um, nutritionally, very simply, is mm-hmm. to get her onto a really good, high quality multivitamin, multimineral that has the activated B vitamins that I talk about regularly, um, mm-hmm. and a good quality uh, omega three fish oil to get the brain uh, the food it needs to function yeah. better. A vitamin D would also be really good. Um, mm-hmm. These are a great place to start with just getting some good brain nutrition going. Right. Yes, agreed. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, all right. Uh, thanks. Thanks so much. Um, Good luck yeah, with that, Becky. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for calling. All righty. I've got uh, Linda from Palm Palm Harbor on the line. Good morning, Linda. Hi. Good morning. Um, I was going to ask a question about your protocols for teen trans kids, but then I went on your website and notice that you have a link to the Trevor Project. So I think my question was answered. Yeah, they are a great resource. Um, We like to partner with people that we believe have good resources and uh, they are a great one. I'm glad you found that. Okay. And thanks for all you do. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Yeah, I think one of the best things about Motivating the Teen Spirit, it is open to everyone. There is no judgment because it is a safe space. And that is one of the most beautiful places you can be on the planet. Yes, and I've got uh, Gary on the line, but I'm going to give on out the information one more time that you're listening to the Healthy Steps radio show with Fred, Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa. And his guest today is Jelani Nichols. And together they are going to enlighten you about teen anxiety and how to deal with it in different programs. You are encouraged to participate by calling 813-239-9663. Irene is in the control room just awaiting your treasured call. You can also send an email to dj at wmnf.org. Good morning, Gary. How are you doing? Well, hello, you guys. Hi, everybody. Um, Hi, Gary. I want to say that um, um, my son has this when he was a teenager, he started drugs, and he um, is a heroin addict now. And um, I want to say, there's for parents, there's a uh, there's a group called Naranon. We need help also because they're kids on drugs. So there's many out there that need help as parents, and we're the ones that need help. I'm an antidepressant, and I've been for ten years every day to take one. Because I was an emotional wreck. So these programs saved my life. So the program is called Naranan. Look it up. We're always um, looking for new people to come through the door. The hardest thing you have to do is walk through the door. And we'll take care of the rest. They, they, you know, we, need, we need our lives back also. Thank you. Thank you for that, Gary. Very, very good input. Um, people who are um, around uh, in the circle of those who have um, mental illness are also affected by that. And Al-Anon, Naranon are parallel organizations to the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous groups that get people um, to 
um, abstain and have success with doing that. But for the families around them to learn how to deal with the emotions is very important. And um, actually, uh, the parent organization kind of for motivating the teen spirit, motivating the masses actually helps mm-hmm. people achieve better mental health for adults. Yes, I totally agree. But yes, thank you, Gary. That's very good, uh, very important information. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. So um the uh the Trevor project you mentioned, uh yes, on on the uh motivating the teen spirit uh uh website um under I believe resources are mm-hmm. um crisis help uh, text line, uh, because motivating the team spirit is not a, a suicide prevention uh, line. It, it helps with suicide prevention because it empowers people to find their truth. But um, we do need help beyond that sometimes when people are in crisis. All right. Yeah. We've gone quiet, so I'm going to give on out the phone number one more time and remind folks that you're listening to Healthy Steps Radio Show on WMNF Tampa. And his guest today is Jelani Nichols, and we welcome him back. He's always special here. And the topic is motivating team spirit. So give us a call at 813-239-9663. It looks like we're getting a caller coming on in, so I'm going to let you... You want me to go to George in Ewar City? Sure. Good morning, George. How are you today? Hello, George. Well, we'll get back to him in just a second. In the meantime, Jelani, um, uh, do you have something more to say about the crisis line, Trevor Project? Um, nothing other than we're looking for to gather more resources. Yes. Um, this resources page was a idea of mine because um, I saw a gap What's in we use this headset for and what we provide. Um, and so, yeah, the Trevor Project is something close to my heart. Um, uh, I know my family, some people in my fa- family found it very helpful. Um, and the crisis text line is just because we are not mental health professionals. Right. Um, and we want to provide people those things. I'm still looking to gather more resources, more of the things people want to see and, you know, uh, to cover. Because we're not the only, I don't want us to be the one-stop shop. I believe that it takes a community. It requires a village to yes. hit all the different points. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm re- right now, that's what I'm looking to do is to gather the evidence of the camp and to really um, find partners in the world that want to um, change teen lives with us. Yes, it's a brilliant idea. And um, this uh, project does deserve to grow. And I believe the technique of the safe space and the exercises that um, you do in the safe space should be actually available to be taught in all schools, um, in all um, religious organizations, in youth groups, and in adult groups, actually, and uh, uh, really in, ju- in the juvenile justice system to help those youth actually break that cycle. Um, and uh, Yeah, I agree. It's yeah, you're you're doing great work, and I can't wait to see this grow as uh, you find um, uh, more uh, philanthropy to actually help this grow. And actually, <laughs> it's going to take some time to train these uh, young people to actually do this work with you. 
Yeah, it's unique because I grew up in this work. <clears throat> so I have 20 plus years of just being in the room when someone else was running it when I was a kid. Yeah. So I got training unofficially. But when I left college and was thinking about how to make a change in the world while also supporting myself, I was like, well, this is a great avenue. I know the work. I can do it. I feel confident. I have to learn how to, you know, do emails and, you know, run a summer camp. But You have to learn how to um, run a new business. <laughs> right. But well, that's okay. The benefit outweighs the detriment oh, in the beginning. Yes. Um, but, yeah, uh, training new counselors, um, making it more scalable is my goal now. How to make it so that we conserve teens more often. How do we get to Florida? How do we get to New York? How do we take this? Because I don't live in California. The camp was in California, but I live in Portland. Yes. The the difficulty of doing that is was not lost on me. Logistics are big. (laughs) So we do have some callers to actually keep us uh, moving forward. Yes, we do. And we're down to about the last 10 minutes of the show. So let me get Debbie on the line. I've got George and then Kim. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Dr. Fred and Jelani. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I think this is uh, absolutely wonderful to hear about this. I I only wish this stuff existed when I was a teenager. Um, What is the minimum age? for a child to be enrolled in this program? Uh, we are 13 to 17. 13 to 17. Okay, thank you. And if, if an older young adult of female age, or excuse me, a female, would be interested in perhaps wanting to join to be a, a mentor, um, how, would that, how would that go about happening? Yeah. Well, let me clarify first. It's 13 to 17 for the camp. Our safe space Saturdays are open to everyone. We encourage teens and young adults, um, but we also don't turn away parents and, you know, teen advocates um, because it's useful for them to learn also. Um, If someone wanted to uh, be a facilitator, we call them young adult facilitators or teen facilitators or counselor at the camp. Um, our one prerequisite is that they have graduated from our program. So motivating the teen spirit, all the kids who went through the camp, they got a graduation also. Um, so they graduate from the camp, they get cake and balloons and everything. That's our one prerequisite is that they have gone through the work and have a uh, understanding of emotional literacy and all of that. Um, the bar is not very high because you don't have to be perfect. None of us are. So we don't require that you, you know, work through all your personal issues or, you know, have perfect communication or anything. But we just require that they have graduated the program. Um, and I have a question for you. Is, is there a, a way for a young adult who doesn't fit the 13 to 17 for the camp? How, how do they do the program or is it possible? Safe Space Saturday. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Safe Space Saturday is, uh, we have a system for, um, one camp is equal to X amount of Safe Space Saturdays. So let's say after four, 
of those hour and a half long sessions, they are like, okay, I really want to dive into this. Um, they can meet with us and we'll kind of talk with them through it. Um, and yeah, we Safe Space Saturday is the way we do it for anyone who doesn't want to come to the retreat or the camp or can't attend. Um, naturally, all of our counselors are over 18, so they can't also be campers. Um, but yeah, we are pretty, because we are, um, I'm, I'm very flexible as a director of my program. And so I think that if anyone wants to be a counselor for us or wants to be a team facilitator or young adult facilitator, um, the easiest thing is to always just contact us. Um, Instagram, Facebook, email, you'll most likely get a hold of me directly. Um, and I will tell them the same thing. Come to a few Safe Space Saturdays. See what the work is about. You know, in, in, dive into the lessons. Um, and then it's, it's natural from there. Um, like I said before, Jake, our counselor, he had never attended live before. He had just come to five or six Safe Space Saturdays. He had amazing change, expressed interest. And so he got flown from New York. Uh, and I got to tell you, Jake was amazing. He was, you picked, I mean, you're, you're vetting, you're, you're talking with these people so deeply, so intimately, you know, these people and Jake performed outperformed 150%. He was amazing. Yeah. So I say it to say that we have a pretty, we're pretty personable in terms of if you just show up, if I see your face, you know, then, and if you expect interest, then it's, it's more of a conversation uh, with less strict, you know, guidelines. But I would just suggest if you have someone on your site that wants, that is interested, uh, have them sign up for the Safe Space Saturday. Come to the online, you know, call hour and a half or so. Um, and that's the first, that's just the first step. And the rest of it will fall in line naturally. Um, we love to have people involved and we don't want to turn anyone away, you know, so we'll work very hard to keep our young adults and teens wanting to be in the work, if that makes sense and answers your question. Yes, it was it was fantastic, and thank you for, for all of the detailed information. This is so wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this for the for the United States. Of course, of course. You have a wonderful and for the world. He has people yeah. from Nigeria. It's beautiful. It's an amazing. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day, gentlemen. Thank you. All right, we're down to they call it the uh, lightning round. About five more minutes, and I've got George on the line. Good morning, George. Hello, I wanted to ask a question. Yes, the field of cognitive science is only about forty years old, and I'm wondering if you know on the news they talk about a, a mental health crisis, and I'm wondering mm -hmm. if the feel, you know, now that we know so much more than we did when I went to high school in the 1970s, we didn't know anything. And also today, kids and young people, oh, everybody is bombarded by so much more information than we were yes. in the 70s. So I'm wondering, do you think that we're detecting it better? Or have, or is it, has people always been, um, you know, has the onslaught of information in modern society brought this 
uh, exacerbated this more, or has this always been there? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I think you, you're hitting it on the, the, the nail on the head. It's both. I really think that the the way we live now with the amount of toxicity, both in the uh, physical environment and in the mental emotional environment, um, that is a super challenge to the human condition. And then we have um, the uh, recent, you know, 40 years uh, uh, current description in science of what cognition is about. And so, yeah, we have a major challenge here. And that's why what Jelani and his mother have been doing for years, the, this is a, a brilliant project that is all about uplifting the human spirit. And that's where we need to work because when we lift up the human spirit, we can actually change the things that are causing the other problems because if the spirit is elevated, we won't want social media. We won't need to pollute the environment with toxins. And unfortunately, we are down to the wire. And I thank you for your call. That was a very good question. Jelani, do you have anything to add? Um, to that question, I think that, yeah, I agree with you, Dr. Fred, that we both are better at detecting it and maybe humans weren't meant to have cell phones, right? <laughs> it's, un, it's unnatural and it might be contributing to the parts of us that uh, have these emotions and these reactions. Yes, I think the excessive use of it, everything in moderation is what some people say, even in even moderation. But um, uh, Jelani, I want to thank you so much for coming on again. This has been brilliant. Um, we'll talk again. Um, of course. And uh, Ed, do you have some last words for us? Um, no, uh, I think it was a great camp. Anyone listening, please uh, look at Motivating the Teen Spirit. Um, and thank you for having me on today. You're so welcome. Hey, I just want to sum up. Thank you, all you engaged listeners. This was a great conversation. I appreciate you so much. Uh, next week, we're going to do uh, AMA again, Ask Me Anything, and uh, look for future uh, interview guests as they come along. Uh, brilliant. Thank you, uh, Bill and Irene and WMNF listening audience. Well, and thank you, Jelani. I know you got on up early for this show, so we really appreciate it. And to all of our listeners... Till next Monday, stay healthy, take care. You have been listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa. Stay tuned to WMNF for a lineup that is the envy of the airwaves. Coming on up is five minutes of NPR news and then get ready for the Sustainable Living Show hosted by the Cracker Jack team of Kenny Coogan and Annie Ellis. Following Sustainable Living is a smidgen of NPR news and then Community Speaks, the power hour radio show dedicated to truth and rights hosted by Mabili. And then at 2 o'clock, it's It's the Music, hosted by Blaney Whalen, who will dig deep into the archives and pick new fruits of music to bring you a show that you won't hear anywhere else. So until next Monday at 10 a.m., thank you for supporting and listening to the Healthy Steps Radio Show with Dr. Fred Harvey here on WMNF Tampa, your community-conscious radio station. Stay safe, stay thoughtful, and know that you are loved. <laughs>